What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the latest topics with a touch of what, Terence? Humor. Humor, man. Humor, indeed. Good old humor. And yeah, this is the the first podcast of the week, but don't worry, you'll get three this week. Promise. Yeah, because um, the last one we did was on Sunday. We the last release was on Sunday evening, and that was from the over the weekend as well. So we just yeah, want the yeah, people correct. to just have a little bit of time to to enjoy the the live uh, episode of our podcast, right? Yeah, and when you say live episode, um, it's referring to the episode that we recorded on stage last Friday, uh, at the National Gallery as part of the Light Tonight Festival. Mm. And yeah, it was to a sold-out crowd. Um, and we did it for 30 minutes, 35 minutes. And how, how, what's your take on, on how do you look back on it? Or what did you feel during, after, before uh, the performance? Uh? No, I, I just felt like it was really uh, a celebration of, our, of uh, the podcast and the community we've built, like, right? Mm. And, uh, the, you know, the content of the podcast was literally about talking about the podcast in the past year, right? Yeah, and, the top and, five and episodes. I, la. Yeah, and I think it was still really enjoyable for, for everyone as far as the, the laughs. And I, I, I don't think people are faking the laughter. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just in general, just makes you very bullish about doing more live shows like this. Huh? Yeah, because, I mean, even back when we first uh, got the gig, uh, when National Gallery went live with it, we were thinking, okay, we're going to have to market it, we're going to have to push it. Within like uh, half a day or a day, it sold out. And we're like, oh shit, open more tickets, sold out. We're like, oh, uh, are the people coming just the public or our fans? And I was quite nervous before the, the performance. I was like, oh shit, how are people going to react? Because, you know, as yeah. opposed to a stand-up set, you go in with with your jokes, right? Mm. And it's almost how you deliver. We made it a point to not script out stuff specifically because we wanted to keep it as authentic as we do our podcast. But doing it in front of a live audience where you can't really fall back from uh, on like, okay, no one's not laughing at my joke. So we yeah. went up there, we sat on a stage that looked like the, the new MMTF panel, yeah. uh, just Terrence and I next to each other looking at the audience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I fucking loved it. And just hearing people laugh face to face was awesome. Like, and I like, could tell a lot of them had listened to us before, even though there were a few people in the audience who had not and who had no idea where, who we were. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, the only but, thing I was disappointed that we... Didn't have a chance to break out our dancer, you know. Yeah, and, you know how many people have been, have been messaging on, yo, you guys were teasing the dance. Um, I think yeah. I think that's the next show, like, The next show. The next show. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say the 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 one thing we didn't get to do was to actually talk to the 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 fans and the audience and mingle because we oh, had to stay yeah. separate, la. Correct. Yes. 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 Of course. Of yeah. Course. This is I heard the fuck. Of course, I'm disappointed. I'm terribly disappointed <laughs> with that. But no, no. I mean, it's true, like This, the the whole like separation between. The performance and the fans thing is is tough, lah. We can't even like throw stuff in the audience, even if we wanted to. Yeah, know? yeah. And I mean, while it was sold out, there was still a lot of uh, spaces in the audience because of social distancing measures. And I can only imagine what it would have felt like if it was a full house, like shoulder to shoulder, seat to seat, uh, filled up, lah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which which is super exciting. Like on Saturday morning when I went for my uncle walk. I was just, I had a pep in my step. I had a smiling spring in my, yourself, huh? smiling. I was like, hey, fuck, this is insane. There's so much possibility. Um, it just felt like, well, I felt like the world was my oyster, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the fact that it was, uh, 
you know, it happened on a Friday where, you know, there was a lot of activity outside the National Gallery yeah. around the Padang. I was just yeah. reminding me a bit of pre-COVID times and all. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. And it was 8 to 9 p.m. on a Friday. So, so I mean, yeah, like both Terrence and I are so appreciative of everyone who came down. And to those who couldn't get tickets, don't worry, man. We're definitely going to do more shit like that in future. Confirm. Yes, definitely, definitely. Confirm, yeah. So, and I mean, in cool locations, don't know how regular, but we want to experiment with it because we, we loved it. And after that, we felt great. So, so yeah, man, it, it's dope. And and a big shout out to, of course, National Gallery and mm. uh, the Light Tonight Festival, which is still ongoing. They've been awesome to work with. And like what Terrence said, on Friday night, Saturday night also, we had another uh, small thing with them. There's a there's a there's a buzz around the National Gallery, man, mm, which mm, which felt very very new. Like I can't remember the last time I was around that many people. Yes, yes, and and uh, people were spilling onto the road and everything. So yeah, it was a very nice feeling. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was great, and and yeah, the the episode we released it on Sunday is episode two five three, I believe, which mm. was unedited, straight off the stage. So so yeah, give it a listen. Um, join us on our Reddit where people are discussing the episode as always. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Nev- mm. nevertheless, we need to move on to discuss yes. today's topics. Today's topics. Yes. Um, yes. So so starting with the first topic, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, it's the inevitable topic that's related to the one big topic that everyone is on everyone's lips all the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's uh COVID measures lah, yeah, yeah. In case in case you're thinking it's anything else like uh Ronaldo or, or Manchester United or whatever. Is it really on the lips of everybody at any point in time? Don't I feel I feel you think I would say it's maybe like somewhere around the tongue, lah. It's not the lips lah. Um uh, but the fact that I think overnight there were what, five thousand six, six five thousand nine hundred and ninety six yeah. cases when six i saw that i was like cases, yeah what <laughs> we're gonna hit our kpi of fifteen thousand cases soon man. Wow. yeah <laughs> at this rate man, yeah. doubling yeah i mean this this is the highest ever right uh, six thousand cases i don't know man not, not sure not sure but yeah i mean it's in the midst of uh you know singapore generally opening up and acknowledging that yeah we can't be covid zero and everything lah. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, six thousand cases. Um, I mean, mm. it feels like I remember the days when we would get more than a thousand cases, and you could feel the tension in the air. Today, six thousand cases feels like okay lah, fuck it. We're on the way to hitting our KPI of fifteen thousand. Correct. But correct. but the specific news that we are talking about is is the fact that um because February first onwards there are the vaccination uh differentiated measures. Is that what the oh the safe man. VDS the vaccination like differentiated safe management measures, uh, mm. short form VDS, yeah. will be expanded to to more um, gathering or types of gatherings than they are today, like, And it'll be extended mm. to congregational and worship services. But the, there is a piece of news saying that unvaccinated people can continue attending private worship uh, worship in groups of five from February first. Mm. Right. So. Mm. So with this sort of thing, um, I mean, to be honest, right, I'm still I'm still a little confused about what it was or what it is currently now, what's gonna happen after February first. Um, is this as double standardy as it sounds, or is it actually something that is progressive 
Have you got a good wrap your head around? And I've tried to read every article out there, including Reddit, mm. but I'm still a little confused. Oh, wow. That means your tab's all useless at uh, this time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have my regular number of tabs, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so so what what's your take uh, on, on it versus and the first fab time change of uh, measures and all that? I think initially there was, as long as the events were less than 50 people, Mm. They they did not to need to differentiate between vaccinated and unvaccinated uh, groups lah, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, that it wasn't required lah. So this VDS that is required, um, you know, now from February first, is uh, I think it was it made it um, yeah. You 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 need to be vaccination differentiated for all kinds of events uh, regardless of how small or big the events are yeah so regardless it's more stringent of, rega- yeah regardless of event size then they must differentiate between vaccinated and unvaccinated what i don't understand is cuz i uh, on reddit right a lot of people are kind of saying the the same old things we have heard before that the christian mm. uh, faith has a very strong lobby lobby power in Singapore uh, and mm. and to me that means that, oh but then what they lobby for if it's if it's stricter than what it used to be right mm. Mm. like what what did they push through that their strong influence managed to um, uh, uh, like get past like, because you, you see the same comments about how there yeah there are a lot of the higher ups in in civil service and private sector are Christian um, and that's why they have that sort of influence. But mm. there's something I'm not understanding. What am I not understanding? Is it is it that previously, if not for their lobbying, um, mm. e- even uh, like unvaccinated people would not have been ent- uh, uh, permitted at all? That's what the VDS means. Uh, yeah. So, so I I, th- I think uh, I think first thing to point out is that what you're speculate is speculation, lah, right? About this lobbying thing, lah, right? Yeah, correct, correct. It's speculation. It's entirely la. speculation. And but the one thing that is a fact is that uh a couple there have been a couple of appeals from uh at least two religious organizations appealing to make concessions of those uh who remain unvaccinated, la, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's the only fact that I know about it. La, in the oh. sense that uh, okay. it's yeah. it's more about it's more about the the vaccine vaccination differentiated safe management uh, management measures, uh, and also uh, including the fact that you need to get a booster in order to be considered va- fully vaccinated, lah. Oh, know? okay, okay. Uh, I think yeah. I think I know the the timeline finally makes sense to me. Okay. Um, okay so on uh, what you call it? So on fourteen December twenty twenty one, MOH yeah. announced that all events, regardless mm. of size, must implement VDS from February. And I mm. believe VDS essentially means that they will differentiate the measures based on your vaccination status. And by default, if you're unvaccinated, means you cannot go in. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. and that is or, what. Or, or you could, or you could have like uh, I think a vaccination, uh, unvaccinated only service or something like that, lah. Uh, possibly. possibly, but but I think that was what those two religious organizations you mentioned appealed against, lah. Uh, they appealed against having VDS because that would mean that if you're unvaccinated, you cannot attend 
the worship services like because at at one mm. point in the past i believe before vaccinations and all um you couldn't attend uh, religious uh, services if you were not vaccinated so uh, there no, was i think i think there was a it's not not it wasn't a blanket you cannot attend i think there was a certain percentage like only like 5 out of uh, 50 people or something like that la, uh, oh could okay be, could be unvaccinated la. so of course i do remember there were like people planning weddings. There were there was talk about oh who's unvaccinated or who's vaccinated and all that. Oh, oh, that yeah. means yeah. Okay, at some point I know that if there was one vaccinated unvaccinated person, it would be max fifty people. If there was yeah fully unvac okay. fully vaccinated, it's two fifty people or something. Yeah, like. yeah. So but, imagine if you have a service that's less than fifty people. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, it's less than fifty people. So I think there there are some concessions. Uh. Ah, okay, so that would be until February 1st. Like, that means from February 1st onwards, even events under 50 people, you will have VDS, which means that if you're unvaccinated, you cannot come in. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Or, or there must be, it's uh, like, like, like there must be some special, uh, you know, series of tests that you have to go through before you can even be considered to be allowed to join in. Mm. So mm. after these appeals, the concession that is made is that. Okay, five people, five groups of five unvaccinated people can still go to a place of worship and yes. have a private service. Up to yeah, up to five people. Yeah, up to okay. five unvaccinated people. Five yeah. unvaccinated people can meet in a place that is also open to other members of the public, like except that they cannot mingle. Uh no, I think it needs to be their own private worship. It cannot be, it cannot be like uh with other people. Correct, correct. But it's still on the grounds, like it's still at the. At the at the place of worship, like it's not at yeah. home or something, like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but I think in their own separate room or something. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Mm. So, so that that is interesting because yeah, there were two organizations, and one is a Catholic church, the Church of Saint Benedict, uh, in mm. Zion Road, um, and one more which they do not disclose. But in the same article, it was also mentioned that um the Singapore Buddhist Federation said they will not be appealing against the the rule. So it's interesting. Yeah. When they say two religious organizations appeal, I think Singapore there are what seven major religions. Uh, right. Yes. Um. Yeah. So so not all religions also are reacting the same way, la. The Buddhist mm, yeah. Federation said they will not because um they they said it's important to allow only the vaccinated to enter temples as many devotees are elderly elderly and getting vaccinated mm. is part of the devotee's social responsibility to protect those around them. Mm. So I guess that that is kind of uh implying that okay um but but I think I think that's where people are maybe saying something that is inaccurate like that okay only the the Christian um churches uh, got the pass to get five unvaccinated people because it sounds like some religious organizations just didn't appeal. Yeah, correct, correct. So oh, you're saying so on Reddit there's a very strong backlash against on uh, the the I mean Christian the Christian religion in, in particular. Yeah, on that one thread lah, there's one thread where someone shared the article and mm. people are, are saying stuff like the Christian religious lobby is strong. Honestly, I'm impressed how they do it. I would I always assume lobbying on behalf of non-corporate interests is damn hard in Singapore. But but then so there's they're they're going down that path like that. That's what I was trying mm. to understand. Wait, is it is it they are just appealing on their own when no one else was given given the chance to appeal? But um feels like some religions just didn't uh, some religious organizations just didn't appeal. 
Yeah, but I think also, I mean, the the that that post seems to be that thread of thought seems to be joining the dots, uh, a lot like, You know, because yeah. again, I mean, it's our podcast we've demonstrated and spoken to a lot of different uh Christians before on on the and and even the churches they're all on a spectrum la. You know, there's no one unified message that all the churches are all sending out together. Yeah, exactly. So. so it, you know, just blanket label that always the Christian lobby, I think that's a disservice to the, you know, the nuances between different churches as well, right? Yeah, because even I'm reading uh, on the Straight Times article, it says they state that um, even for mosques, uh, unvaccinated individuals can can attend prayers at six single zone mosques, mm. um, mm. and for Hindus, unvaccinated worshippers um, who currently visit the four Hindu temples managed by the uh, Hindu endowment board uh, can do so only on specific days. Mm. So right. that's where it feels like because if I were to read Reddit, if I were to read just the headlines of the articles, I also feel oh, it's just okay lah. The the most influential religion in Singapore getting their way, but it doesn't seem like it lah. Yeah, and and honestly, uh, a group of five gathering to to worship and all that. It's it's almost a, uh, I mean it's not much of a concession, like, right? It's because uh, I mean f- five is really like it's like you just go out and have lunch, or yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the same as that, right? No, but the thing is, if you're unvaccinated right now, right now oh, yeah, you're un- you cannot you can't go out for lunch. Yeah, you can't go out. So that's right. You so, can meet at someone's house, like right? Actually, can you? Yeah, why not? Oh yeah, I guess I guess you can. Oh, you mean you don't have a safe entry outside your house? Uh? Oh, no, you never no, no, register no, yeah. for <laughs> safe entry outside your house? I should get one of those like those buzzers uh, for Chinese New Year. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, then if they then they have to safe entry every time they come. Uh. No like, Then you just like like you tweak it a bit so that they cannot register. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, just, uh, for people for people that you not yeah. the keenest to have in your house. You're like, oh, sorry, man, I'm doing my part yeah, for okay. Singapore. Yeah. But I, I guess uh, yeah It's just uh, I mean, it's, they say it's a concession, but really, it's 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 not much lah on on the surface when I look at it, right? Yeah. So I guess that's why I was confused lah. I was like, wait, is this double standards or I mean, even on Reddit you see the term that threat lah, double standards coming up uh quite a bit, but um yeah. So that's why I feel like do they uh. Yeah, are they are they kind of like really comparing apples to apples? Because yeah, like for the Hindu temple, sounds like uh, you can only go on specific days if you're unvaccinated. So yeah, you can't go every like every service. Whereas for churches, it feels like oh, you can go any for any service, but you have to grow go in groups of five yeah. So that's where that's where maybe it's the comms again, like the way the articles are written. Because like when I when I read just one article, I'm like, wait, uh, is this unfair? I don't even know what to think. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess maybe the headline just saying churches appealing for concessions kind of makes it feel like all churches, you know, as a mm. thick thing are appealing for concessions. Uh, but but yeah, not, I don't think it's necessarily the case, lah, really. Mm. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of, uh, I have a lot of Christian friends also who are, you know, very uh, pro-vaccination. So I don't think they would they would uh, appreciate being, being blanket labeled like that by the headlines. Uh. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so that's where, um, yeah, I, I think it was trending on Google as well. The this me- these measures. So it just feels that uh, because I know it, uh, on the online chatter, some were quoting also Ang Yi Kang saying, "Oh, you know, we cannot 
we cannot take the risk. Um, mm. Singapore is in a fog of war, must ride Omicron wave before next steps. So some chatter is like, oh yeah, you say that and then you allow unvaccinated people to meet at churches. But then I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> that's yeah. a big joining dot from A to B. La. Yeah, 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 that's right. Right. But, uh, so, it's a... I I think right now it's just uh there's a lot of uh I mean people are getting to the tribes uh, basically and just mm. like jumping on the on the bandwagon to school people and everything uh. yeah but but because yeah let's just read uh, I think it's important to, like try and read a bit more and try to understand the 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 nuances uh, of the, of the of the discussion yeah unless we are we are missing something totally in which case. Please yeah. head on over to our Reddit and educate us. Yeah, I, uh, that's why I'm very glad. Like, I, I think even that time when we spoke about the WHO statement about yeah. uh, about the the effectiveness of the booster, I yeah. think uh, some readers also pointed out that you know the even the the articles that we linked in our in our show notes, right, uh, mm. were not necessarily in the in the right order, such that people will understand that, you know, what we're talking about is the this this, this topic, uh, you know. Ah, uh, yes, 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 Because, yes, yes. because WHO released a, a bunch of different statements over the, over the course of two months and if and we link to every single one of them but but not necessarily in the order of importance. Uh. And mm-hmm. I think that might, that might have caused a little bit of confusion. So it's like, yeah, if someone sees the headlines and then sees the articles that we're linking to, they might, they might uh, get the wrong idea of what we're saying or so. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Mm, and I mean, so. uh, speaking of speaking of feedback, I believe I referred to the straight time, straights times just now as straights times and not straight times. <laughs> so, so yeah. to everyone who has given me feedback about that, yeah, I can learn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, the, the straights times, the straights times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, February fourteenth, man, that's the the big day for everyone to look forward to. Besides Valentine's Day, lah, is also these new COVID rules, huh? February first, lah. Hello. Huh? February first? I thought it was fourteenth. No. No lah, it's February first. Uh, the VDS, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh December fourteenth. Uh, sorry. Why? Sorry. Hey, Valentine's Day on your mind, is it? You haven't yeah, you haven't yeah, figured yeah. out your plan, is it? Exactly. You exactly. you <laughs> thinking thinking about yeah. it twenty four seven, uh, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. How's oh, your house? Shit, I can't I can't do the flash mob flash mob <laughs> on my wife's friends already. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, you have to push it back yeah. one more year. Yeah. Uh, mm. but yeah, I mean that that's a that's a, the 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 big issue that people are discussing. At least mm. some people are discussing. Mm. But uh, uh, you ready to move on to the next one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since you segued. Huh? Oh yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't, while. We haven't had a proper one. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, but great, the next segue where we're talking about a a topic, also a group of people coming together, mm. but more than five people, so it's actually illegal. But uh, but it's a thankfully it comes from a fictional story, mm. but it's still causing outrage as well. And yes. what is this? What is this story? Um, the story is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and <laughs> the seed of outrage was planted this past Monday uh, on an episode of Mark Maron's uh, WTF podcast, which is a hugely popular podcast. Like, I think it's it's not like. Joe Rogan level, but it's one of the most popular podcasts uh, in the US. La. So I think it's like, he's just a few notches behind. Um, and the Mark, Mark Maron, he's a stand-up comedian, uh, been around for a long time and he interviews guests. La. Like uh, yeah. he's had people like Obama all on board. So he's, he, he gets a lot of traction. He gets a lot of good conversations and his guest was Peter Dinklage. Um, 
of Game of Thrones fame, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where he played Tyrion Lannister, one of the best, most badass characters. And yeah. um, basically, they were talking about yeah the announcement that uh, Disney is going to be rebooting uh, mm. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And just to... Uh, and Peter Dinklage wasn't the happiest. Lah. So, so and I, what he said, and I quote, uh, essentially was literally no offense to anyone, but I was taken... A, li- a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. But you're still mm. telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Take a step mm. back and look at what you're doing here. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way, but you're still making that fucking backward story about Seven Dwarfs living in a cave together. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. And of course, hearing him say it in his Peter Dinklage voice, it sounds a lot more, a lot more weight. Like you can yeah. find clips of it online. You can listen to the podcast. Yeah. But um, and Disney has soon has since responded. But what 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 did you initially think when you heard that quote from Peter Dinklage? So he he himself yeah. is a dwarf, la. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, and but but he's also. Is, I mean, he's also sort of. Um, I would say he's broken out of that. That uh, that so-called uh, glass shell, uh, right? Where uh, and and sort of really established himself as a as a you know a Hollywood actor, right? A, yeah, actor really first. Actor. Yeah, actor, actor first. first. You think of him first as a very good actor, then you think of him as like you know, for 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 being a dwarf or anything like that, lah. Yeah. And kudos to him for that because I think, you know, the the previously when when it was a uh, uh what was the guy's name Vernon Troy is it? Mm-hmm. The the guy who I think played for, me. Yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he's he he's uh, Vern Vern Troyer. Sorry. Vern Troyer. Yeah. Vern Troyer. Yeah. I mean, he's already passed away, but uh, he was probably the the most uh famous um was was he a dwarf as well? Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah, I believe he, so. I believe so. Yeah. So I think he was the most famous one after acting in the Austin Powers trilogy and and other other uh other shows that, mm. but um. But he, I mean, you know, you never really saw him as like as a serious actor who could hold big weight roles and all. And and that's something I also just realized recently because Peter Peter Dinklage was cast in a Netflix film called uh, I Care a Lot, mm. uh, which was uh, basically a black comedy thriller. And he was cast as like the main villain, right? Mm. So and he was meant to be a very scary, you know, like um, Breaking Bad ish kind of villain and all that. So. Uh, I mean, I I thought he was pretty well cast in that role. Uh. It was pretty scary, equally equally funny, and equally scary. And uh, me, you know, in my mind, like him being a dwarf, it really it, it didn't cross my mind like, while I was watching it, like, You know, mm. so I, I didn't think of think of him that way, like. Uh, so I think he's done a lot a lot to so called uh, you know advance the the cause that that yeah is uh, as he says. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just found this. I just found this story really, really, really quite funny, la. Yeah, I, I can't help that. I can't help it, lah. But what, what, what do you think about it? I mean, at first, uh, I thought, hey, but like because at that point in time, I tried looking for info on the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, what whether Disney Disney had put out a statement, and at that point, there was no statement from Disney yet. Uh, they've since mm. come out, la. But yeah. even without going into their response yet I did feel like uh, yeah but remaking doesn't mean they're going to do it exactly the same way lah, right mm, um, there could be other ways to make it a bit more progressive uh, so I just felt it was 
Um, it was a bit. It felt a bit early for him to be shitting on it, lah. That yeah. being said, that being said, uh, I think, I think, um, if I were, you know, like how <laughs> when I saw Crazy Rich Asians, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, mm. and there was that single scene with that uh Indian character who who was kind of like made a monkey a face and a caricature a caricature yeah. even though there was just one of many things I did not like about the movie I didn't yeah. feel like fuck lot of one of few times the Indian person appears on screen you have to portray them that way mm. um I think for all this talk about diversity where we talk about race culture ethnicity we've never spoken about dwarfs lah Right. Mm, correct. Correct. It's it's rarely covered in conversation. It's rarely covered. So whatever people feel when they see, hey, shit, got an Indian on screen, you portray it that way. You think about dwarfs. How often are they portrayed in a positive light in this day and age, lah? Mm, so mm. maybe Peter Dinklage is coming like, fuck. The first story with dwarfs that you want to remake, you have to do Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it feels like are there no other stories you can do about dwarfs? That yeah, that that's where Game of Thrones was cool, lah. Because his character literally was ridiculed from young because he was a dwarf, but he became a yeah. fucking badass, lah. And yeah, and they made up for it because the story. He was such a smart character, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you 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 can make fun of him for all his physical appearance all you want, but he would outsmart you, lah. And that was yeah, what's beautiful would. about it, lah. Right? Yeah, but uh, then that that you gave that you gave the character uh, a fighting chance, uh, Something, to, yeah, something correct, that correct. made him a very strong character. Yeah. Whereas this one, Snow White, the starting point is not the most complimentary to dwarfs, lah. Right? Yeah. They have like sleepy and what what what? what <laughs> they're all magical. They're magical dwarves, and they're all yeah. you know white white beards and everything. So so on that note, right? There was another yeah. thread of discussions going on saying that okay, um, uh, but dwarves. In pop culture, they have appeared in Lord of the Rings and mm. and a lot of J.R. Tolkien stories and all. And okay, so admittedly, I've not read or seen a lot of them. Um, I know mm. you have definitely seen at least more than me. Um, mm. But the dwarves there, first of all, some people are saying that that's mythical. So mm, mm, and it's spelled dif- differently. Uh, yeah. And they're like a dwarven people or something, and they have powers and all. So in some way, they are they're quite they're quite badass lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are quite badass. Nah. I mean, if you remember the, 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 the dwarves are like a race that also uh, inhibit a, a certain a certain area of Middle Earth, right? So they, you know, they, 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 they have their own communities. They, they deal. In, they, you know, they do all sorts of things like blacksmithing and and all that. So, so they, they are, they are living their own uh, lives. Nah, like, like completely. But they're not human, lah. They're not human. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're seen as like an entirely separate race. Like the elves are seen as a separate race as well, right? Uh, and and okay. I think Lord of the Rings has his own issues. Uh, I won't deny. Because, I mean, for example, I always I always wonder why why orcs are naturally just... Are they, are they just born bad, ugly and bad, you know? And mm. and is that why? Is that destiny is just to be killed like cockroaches? Uh, and, and nothing more, you know. Is that that mm. do they exist just to be, just to be target practice for a good-looking elf, la, A good-looking elf that looks like Orlando Bloom and all. So, mm. so, so a lot of the rings has its own set of problems. But but I was just going back to Snow White, right? I was just thinking actually, even if you want to look at Snow White as a story, isn't it really a problematic story? I mean, okay, firstly, there's obviously that 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 the insinuation that oh, because she's Snow White and because she's white, she's so beautiful because her skin is so white and all. So Disney quite smart lah. They just say, okay, let's get a Latina actress to, uh, to play Snow White. Okay, fine. Then it's that we solve the issue. 
But isn't correct me if I'm wrong, but the story is that she she gets tricked into biting a poison apple and then falls in a deep sleep. And she gets rescued only because some Prince Charming comes and, and kisses her while she's sleeping. Without her consent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially he's like it's like it's almost like date rape kind of thing, right? Yeah. So isn't that like a damn problematic part of the story that they need to address as well? Um just beyond the seven dwarfs. So 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 I, I'm like, is it is Snow White really the story that they want to reinvent? Because <laughs> yeah. no, so, it seems to be so problematic. Uh. Maybe they want to smash the, the story of Snow White and really yeah. fucking turn it on its head and shit like that. Like, because, okay, so did you watch the Beauty and the Beast live action? Uh, no, but I, I, I saw the others, uh, Aladdin, Mulan and all of them, yeah. Yeah, and I mean... Like, uh, w- were there any comparisons there about how they really did something different with the story compared to the animated version? Uh, yeah, Mulan was terrible. Mulan was like, oh, so Mulan like, they just they just took the original one and made it worse, like That was how they it, they yeah, they yeah, freshened it, it up, la. It was ten times worse because they started to, to introduce some random like chi thing that apparently all Chinese people can have, like some chi in there. <laughs> That gives us all superpowers or something like that. But that's what you do at lunch with your copy, right? You're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me use every my morning, chi to warm it up. Every morning you see me doing the seven, <laughs> the seventeen steps, right? You know, my seventeen uh, steps of the, the the dragon steps, so that I can, the chi can flow my body. That's bullshit, lah. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's so bad. It's so, it's so cringy. I really, I, I nearly died watching Mulan. Lah. It was, it was so bad. Lah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mulan was really bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I watched Aladdin. I I mean, I think Aladdin. The big the big thing that people were freaking out about was that Will Smith was the genie, la. Yeah, but I actually yeah. enjoyed it. La. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I I loved so, it. I loved it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Mixed record, lah. I can't say that it's all bad or it's all good. You know. Mm. Yeah. So so that's I mean, first of all, it, it just uh, was amazing to show the reach of uh, Mark Maron's podcast because that went out on Monday. By Tuesday, there were articles all over Hollywood about Peter Dinklage. Mm. Uh, yeah. shitting, shitting on it, and he's not even much on social media, no Peter English. So it came just oh, it? through the podcast. Nice. Yeah, uh, his Instagram account is a fan account. Um, nice, so, nice. so it was interesting, like, And I, and what I'm dying to know is how much it is affecting Disney's creative process, like, because they're still very early in the project. Um, yeah. but I do feel that reading that from Peter Dinklage, I felt like, yo, um, we have no idea what the story is going to be. Uh, maybe give it a give it some time. I don't know, but is that my mm. non dwarf privilege? It could be, and and maybe it, it is him just preempting any issues lah. They will come. Oh, up that's later. true. Right, that's the, true. the fact that he, I mean, the fact that he's saying this now during development is better than like when Scarlett Johansson suddenly was announced as the the lead in the that you know she she was whitewashing another Asian role. Uh, what was it Ghost in the Shell? Right, remember. Yeah. Hey, yeah. fuck, that's actually true. And that's almost like Tyrion Lannister, no? Yeah. You, you, yeah. And then who knows? It? Eventually, maybe he'll get a role in, the, in this show. Who knows, man? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah because yeah. now, with all this publicity, even if Disney were going to fuck it up with something stupid, they'll be like, okay, we can go ahead with our original plan, but this guy has already said it publicly. If we do anything that is going to be contrary to this, Mm. There's gonna be backlash, like backlash, right? yeah. They know already, yeah. They know it already. Oh. So it's it's a I don't know, it's a it's a very good preemptive move, like if 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 anything. If if Peter Dinklage mm. was doing it to so called 
call this thing out. I think it's better for them that he called it out so early rather than like waited to see what it was. I think. Oh, well, that that reminds me of this one moment back in my corporate life when I remember I was walking to my desk in the morning uh, mm. with two other of my peers who had just joined the company and then we were talking about something about the company or what do we feel this way or something and then suddenly we heard um, good morning guys. Uh, just remember, no, uh, so all of a sudden this guy just said good morning guys and we turned around and it was the SVP of our entire department la. and mm-hmm. that moment stuck with me because it was a, it was like a long walk from one end of the office to the other so if we said something bad he would have been in the presence of some employees talking shit about the company mm. which would make it awkward la. so mm. he preemptively just said good morning guys even though mm. he had already been walking behind us for like 10-15 seconds just yeah. to let us know hey guys I'm here Watch what yeah. you're saying. You know, you can you can think what you want. Just don't say yeah. it in front of me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking stuck with me because he was super savvy, la. He was super mm. one of those like he knows how to play the game, and I thought, well, wow, that is a brilliant thing to do as a as a someone in a higher position in a corporate, knowing that some people might not like you, la, or like might not yeah. like the company. Yeah, I think that comes from an acceptance that you know you can't please everybody, also, la. Yeah, right. And you yeah. just uh. Or to live your life as you know it, and you don't want to have to, you know, be hearing whisperings here and there about people not liking you. You rather either they they talk or they don't talk, right? Yeah, and then if they yeah. talk in front of you, are you supposed to kind of tell them to shut up just because you're there? So, what that that moment mm. was like, wow, fuck, that that's one smart man, man. And like, I never yeah. thought about it that way with Peter Dinklage, just kind of letting them know, guys. I'm watching yeah. this. Yeah, okay? everyone's watching. I am watching this. You yeah. better watch your fucking steps. You have seven dwarfs to fuck up. If yeah. you fuck up any of them, I'm yeah. coming after you. And I mean, he has the street cred. Like. He just won mm. a bunch of more like nominations for his role in Cyrano. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Correct. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Uh. So, so what, 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 um, what do you think they could replace dwarfs with? Uh? Like create uh, like animals or something. I mean, okay. So so before that, like uh, I will just say what Disney came back uh, with uh, their own uh, statement la. To yeah. avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. So that came straight out mm. from uh, Disney's mouth la. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, and the film has been in development for three years already. Yeah. So. So I, yeah, I mean, the it just sounds like they they know that there's a, a lot of baggage la, that comes with doing Snow White. So, mm. uh, well, what what can be done? No? That's a big question. I mean, just make them normal, uh, like uh, seven uh, dudes, uh, seven just <laughs> like seven hot dudes living in the cave together. Yeah, that is like a new uh, dating reality show. Uh. <laughs> Snow White in the seven hot dudes. Snow White in the singles <laughs> inferno. <laughs> Yo, yeah, so singles inferno was this really hot island where uh they like it's fucking hot and then they get a chance to go to paradise. So this one is set yeah. in a cave, lah. You got seven seven hot dudes hot in a cave. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called the cave. <laughs> it, sounds like, season, it sounds like a yeah. very cheesy porno. Very cheesy. The cave from the nineties. <laughs> The oh. Cave. That's yeah. a new show. That's a new show. Snow White and the Cave. Yeah, but given it's Disney, I, I doubt they can they can go in that direction. <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, yeah. but just so you say what they can be re- re- replaced with, like if it's not dudes, then uh, like what, like like what, 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 what do you think? Uh, I I just feel that they can't make they definitely can't make Snow White like this damsel in distress character that just eats an apple and falls asleep lah, and, and then gets rescued by some dude who kisses her. I think that enough that itself is will cause enough outrage already lah. You know if that if that is the original story mm. that's kept there. Because, you know, people want to see strong female characters, right? Empowered female characters as well. Yeah. So, so like in Aladdin, for example, I think, yeah, in Aladdin, right, the the, the princess has a much more active role as compared to the, the previous story, right? Princess Jasmine mm. and all. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I yeah, I always enjoy to see how how writers tackle these challenges of updating so, these very, very old archaic uh, concepts, lah. So Terrence, you know you're a show creator, executive mm-hmm. producer, writer, yeah. you have directed. If Disney yeah. came to you saying, hey Terrence, okay, Peter Dinklage is on our ass. Uh, yeah. We have to throw out all our plans for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Can you yeah. come up with a new new kind of pitch in the next 30 seconds? Quick, quick, quick. We have a meeting with the head of originals in, in a minute. What oh. will you do? Uh? I'll make it more like like she's like the, the you know, Noah's Ark like that. Lah. She has to rescue like seven different beings. For trapped in a cave or something like that, you know, from from, oh. from all different different races and different types of, so so there's diversity in that in that group of seven, but it's just like oh. seven. There is it represents seven, you know, religions or seven whatever of the world, uh, You know, that, oh. that she must rescue or something like that, lah. Yeah, oh. using her wits. Yeah, I see. Well, so quite that, that mythical, fantastical kind of kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, and give her give her a weapon, you know, so that she can fight her way out as well, lah. Something oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine my mine would be like she's this this traveler, like this researcher in the in the jungle who chances upon this tribe uh, where there are seven heads of seven families. La. And uh-huh. they're all living in harmony and they kind of take her in and but turns out like she's she's just researching for for some sort of biochemical that she heard uh lives in the forest la, and she has plans to kind of just fucking wipe them out and wipe out the rest of the human human race and it's up also to them. She, she's evil. Yeah. La. She's evil. Uh. Oh, okay, she goes okay. from Snow White to Snow Bitch. Snow Bla- oh, Snow Bitch. Yeah, Snow Bitch. And, and you, but but that, that means like uh, there, there's no more there's no more prince and everything. Uh. Yeah, no. In fact, the, the 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 community that she chances on also is very matriarchal. Uh. So the seven mm. heads of the families are seven women. I see. I see. Wow. Yeah. That one sounds. That, that sounds like a real, uh, epic. A very a very epic kind of a. Uh, Tribal you know, warfare, yeah. The, the Emily Emerald Hill, uh, matriarchal yeah. society, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. matriarchal oh. society, and then they like they have to use their weapons, and she's got like all the tech and like sciencey shit, and all. And like, did you ever watch Apocalypto? No, I, I didn't. The Mel Gibson one, right? Yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I, haven't, um, no, I haven't seen it. No. That was good, man. Because it just imagine like a like a, a car chase, but in Mayan times, lah. So they were all on foot, la, and it was fucking captivating, yeah. I see, I see. But yeah. yeah. But he also so, got yeah. cancelled already, la. Yeah, yeah, he got cancelled. Yeah, he got cancelled. Cancel. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, man. let us know if y'all have other ideas about Snow White. How Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs can be updated as well. La. Yeah, correct, correct. I mean, Singapore yeah. will be, yeah, like what you said, Seven, uh, like it'll be like uh, Shamugam and, the, and the Seven Religions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he'll right. be he'll be in white, he'll be wearing white as well. So it's perfect. <laughs> oh, Snow yeah. White. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, oh shit. Snow White and the Seven Religions, uh, starring yeah. uh Shamugam. 
Alamak, power. power. Cool. Alright. So, yeah, speaking of comments. Uh, yes. Because we haven't done this, uh, we didn't do this power, in the last power, podcast. Yeah. 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 What was your one short comment this, uh, this time around? Yeah. My one short comment um, is just a shout out to, uh, I think he's been, uh, he, I assume, uh, Kumar Babu 1919, um, mm. who has been, who has commented once in a while, but I think of late he has been very um, uh, uh, just appreciative of the the live show la. and mm. and I think um, it, it, it really like the, the comments from of the show have really meant a lot to to me knowing that okay it was kind of our first time doing it and to see that level of support uh, has been great la. and I think he's been commenting on Instagram, sending us DM on Instagram, commenting on Reddit. So yeah, just want to give a shout out to him for all the effort and love. And I assume it's a, it's a him. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I, I, I think my one should comment, I also just jump in because it's somewhat all related, whether it's Majestic Emergency 8 or, or uh, but then Hall or, you know, the, yeah, like, all, everyone who went to the show and, and commented after listening to the podcast as well, uh, because I think I, I very specifically was asking how what, what people enjoyed about it. Because I, I kind of still need to solidify in my mind what exactly is a live podcast recording about, uh, right? Yeah. What makes it entertaining and, and how can we make it even better the next time? So so yeah. it's very it's very helpful to, to actually hear people like articulate their thoughts about what they enjoyed about it. Uh, other than and that, how, oh, it yeah. was it was funny, uh, you know. Yeah, and I mean, basically, how to balance, as I think someone pointed out, how to balance the fact that, okay, we are recording it in front of a live audience who can see us and see the mm. stage, uh, yeah. how to record it in a way that still, for audio-only listeners, um, they can still enjoy it and not be not feel out of the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. That's right. So, so, so yeah, shout out and, to all of them. Man. And we have some pictures of the event on our Instagram and uh, Facebook and Reddit. La. So just yeah. head on over for a taste. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 And then now on to the, the one show thing. And would you like to kick things off? Yeah. Mine is just a very simple one. I think uh, the, you know, the, the the panda that was born in Singapore, Lala. Ah, is, yeah. Uh, it's now five months old. I think just a couple of days ago, they released uh, the River Wonders, they released some photos of uh, Lala just just uh, playing around and uh, yeah. uh, on the Instagram, I think. And it's, it's I don't know, it's just, it's just it's damn cute. La. The, the, this baby panda is really captivating. It's just very cute. Just like rolling around the grass, you know, sitting on the balance board. And, and, and he's just got this face that is like, I don't know, it's somewhere... Somewhere between a human and a bulldog and a, and a teddy bear, and then you know they just it's just like wow you can't imagine a, an animal a baby animal being that adorable but it really is a mm, mm, mm. yeah 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 so I'll I'll link to the oh really yeah the, the yeah I'll link to the the Facebook uh post with all the images very cute mm, mm. I see I see cool yeah. cool cool um. My my one short thing is a uh, article, a short article uh, that I came across over the past week. I think it's titled "Does Not Compute," and I think mm. I sent this to you uh, recently. And the first thing you said, "Oh, 
you argue with your fiance again, is it? I'm like, shut the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah, correct. No, the title is Does Not Compute and it's a blog, uh, it's, uh, it's a blog post, I think, on the collaborative fund or which is like some tech thing in the US. But the article just kind of very uh, eloquently points out that a lot of things uh, that should make sense logically never turn out the way logic implies. Like, and they talk, they use like the stock market example. Um, they use the story of the Battle of the Bulge, which was one of the deadliest American military battles in history, uh, mm. where 19,000 American soldiers were killed um, and another 70,000 missing or wounded by a much uh, more weak uh, Nazi, uh, force from Nazi Germany. Like, and it was all down to the fact that I think the the German forces were so small that the American generals never thought the German uh, force would attack. And in the end, they attacked and the Americans got fucked. And then they said, by all means, the logic would have pointed that that would never have happened, but it did. Then they also referenced the Vietnam War um, Mm. about how, yeah, it just felt like, okay, for every 10 uh, Viet Cong who are dying, um, uh, the, the Vietnamese who are dying, one American dies. So eventually the Vietnamese will give up. But, they came after, I think, years after that when they were interviewing the Vietnamese. They said, no, uh, of course, we will never give up. So that was also something that logically should not have panned out the way it did. Like. And then they talk about the stock market and and just saying that um, their ending statement, which I thought was quite poignant, was uh, something by the novelist Richard Powers. The best arguments in the world won't change a single person's mind. The only thing that can do that is a good story. Which I thought was like, yeah, so many times... You can see the stats, you can see this, but people don't pay attention. La. But sometimes mm. you hear a story that is even not based on facts, they can do a lot more convincing. And and I just thought, wow, his article, very, very, it was a good read and very thought-provoking. La. And it's not something so academic or technical. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's not very long yeah. also, so, so I enjoyed it. It's cool. I, 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 yeah, I've read the article. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good, it's good. Nice. Cool. Is cool, that cool, is that cool. the end? I think uh, it is, man. Yeah, it is the end. And this is the first podcast of the week. Uh, we are back in the groove of things. We have a few uh, interviews lined up with some mm. of the stars of our upcoming Tamil sci-fi comedy TV series. Yeah, but that'll be right. closer to the weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah. closer to the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until the next episode, thanks so much for listening, everybody. All right, peace.